Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you timely information to propel your franchising career. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine, and this episode is brought to you by Scorpion. A great why is subjective. It is unique to your brand. Um, it is something that uh, you know comes from the heart, which is almost a lame way of saying it. But I think when a when a brand really does a great job, they they go past you know just the fact that they saw, hey, here's a place where we could be successful and maybe make a little bit of of money. To like, why do we want to be in this in this space? In today's business landscape, more than ever before, consumers are looking for authentic brands that are driven by more than just commercial gains. But sometimes, identifying the why of your business can be trickier than it seems. In Scorpion's latest market study, for example, the majority of franchise owners felt that the onus for pursuing brand loyalty and showcasing market differentiation fell onto them, rather than their franchisor. This comes from a misalignment of values from the top down and can result in customers and even new franchisee prospects being left on the table. So how do you recenter your approach and identify your franchise brand's why? To find out, we're joined on this episode by Patrick Crawford, Senior Vice President of Strategic Marketing at Scorpion. Patrick has built his career on relationship development and business growth, so he's the perfect person to speak to when a strategy needs a much-needed adjustment. Today, as um, the kind of intro there implied, we're going to be talking a lot about um, finding uh, the why of a franchise brand, which I'm sure, as you'll agree, is a a very important aspect, not just in branding, but in development for the long term as well. Um, And I don't think it would be an understatement to say that the the past year has invoked something of a digital evolution for franchises, where they've had to really adapt to the the changes in the market as a result of the pandemic. Um, And I was wondering, Patrick, to begin with, whether you'd be able to uh, give me your thoughts on whether you think that this digital evolution and kind of the events of the past year in general have heightened the importance, perhaps, of understanding a brand's why. Oh yeah! All right, we're jumping right in. That's a great, a great question. Um, yeah, I'd say absolutely. Uh, you know, I think a why was always important before the pandemic, before the events of the last year, but it is uh, more paramount now than ever. Um, I think there is a renewed focus on authenticity that's come from the from the past year. That's that's both from a, a brand point of view, um, people within the franchise network wanting to feel that, but also from the consumer point of view and, sure. and wanting to know why a brand exists and what its purpose is. I think um, an easy way to look at that is is just like a, a person. If you take it down to a personal level, somebody that you meet um, uh, that. You, you want to understand that they are being authentic. And when somebody's not, that's that's easy to see. They can maybe hide that or cover that up for a while, but eventually those cracks start to to fall through and, and it affects everything around you, the 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 work, relationships, those things. And then I think if you if you look at that from a, a brand level, um, you know, when a brand is not authentic, eventually that starts to shine through. Uh, the brand becomes more inconsistent with the way that they're talking, the way that they're messaging, the way that they're um, leading uh, their network. And I think that's easy to spot. And, and that's when there can be signs of trouble for sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. That quite nicely brings us on to my second question for you, which was talking about, you know, the kind of things that can happen if a brand doesn't develop its why. Um, do, do you think that 
uh, it's something that brands maybe overlook, or would you say that uh, you know, as franchising as a as a model develops and matures, that this is becoming increasingly, um, you know, brands are becoming increasingly aware of the importance of this. Yeah, I think it is something a lot of times that that brands overlook, and and that's not to say that they don't have a purpose or a why. I think it's just that a a lot of brands don't take the the time to really uh, dig into really why it's important because it's not something that's so easily uh, quantifiable as, hey, if you have your purpose, your return on investment on the, that is is X, right? But um, with everything that, that we're seeing, a lot of brands are starting to understand that importance. And, and to be fair, a lot of brands have understood that for a while, but I do think there there is that renewed sense of urgency um, in understanding it and knowing what it can what it can do for you. Right. And um, I imagine, you know, it can be quite a subjective kind of case by case thing. But of the many, many brands that you would have worked with over the course of your career, Patrick, are there any kind of consistencies when it comes to those sort of brand purposes? Are there any sort of familiar whys that you found certain franchises have gravitated towards? Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd say yes and no. Uh, right. I think there's definitely common themes that can come across in a, in a, in a why or a purpose. And, and that can be a good thing. You know, if, if you think about, um, you know, improving somebody's life or making an experience better or helping somebody through their day, their routine, uh, whether it's an urgent need or, or an experience that they're, they're trying to have, those are all great themes, but I do think that it, a great why is subjective. It is unique to your brand. Um, it is something that uh, you know comes from the heart, which is almost a lame way of saying it. But I think when a when a brand really does a great job, they they go past you know just the fact that they saw, hey, here's a place where we could be successful and maybe make a little bit of of money. To like, why do we want to be in this in this space? Why do we want to to do these things? And so I think when you start to to drill down from those generalities um, and really hone in on though this is our actual why this is our actual purpose that we're choosing to step into this this space um, you know that shines through and when you have something that's truly unique you know uh, uh, there's quite a few people that will describe the why as uh, kind of the brand soul and so I think when you have that that figured out it's it's really powerful yeah and um and do you think that of course franchising for many people is a you know an avenue that can be used to um generate great amounts of wealth and generational wealth do you think that the a more capitalistic almost i guess um driven why works in today's market or are consumers looking for something a bit deeper than that look it can work if you have a great uh, you know a great thing that is obviously going to be profitable and and make money there's there's nothing wrong with that but um yeah people are looking for something deeper they are looking to to see that you really understand your dna that you really understand your why and you know so that making money and being profitable look that's an outcome and a, and a great one and and you know what i'd say to that is that if you if you really understand your why and your purpose uh more deeply then then that outcome comes more naturally right hmm. easier um to uh figure figure that out i think that in the franchise space you see a lot of different brands that that offer similar things or do similar things. And I think a large differentiator can be 
does one brand understand its purpose? Does one brand understand its its why uh, a little bit more? Because that's that's the way that you start to elevate yourself above or differentiate differentiate yourself from the competition. And that that comes from um, when you're attracting prospects into to buying into your network, but also you know when a when a consumer has the the choice between two or three. Um, what's going to make them choose you? Yeah, I guess as you say, it kind of comes back to that idea of authenticity, in which you know, if you display your why front and center, then the money will come. But it, you can't necessarily just pursue that from the outset. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm sure that there have been brands in the past that have proven that wrong. But I think if you look at the, if you look at the whole picture, um, the, the ones that are, are really diving into staying with that DNA, staying true to it, using that as the foundational, that North star, as they go through, you're going to find a lot more success versus failure in those than the ones that set out and had a great idea or uh, a great product. Um, uh, you know, I think if we look at the, the case studies of those, you'll see that some brands lost their way and it's because of having it, you know, figured out versus not. Yeah. And I think we've, we've kind of been speaking about the topic of finding a brand's why with a certain degree of assumed knowledge, but, you know, identifying that in the first place can be a really tricky thing for some brands because it is quite an abstract concept. Um, are there any sort of first steps that you think that a, a, let's say, wayward brand could take towards identifying their why? Is that something that necessarily needs to come from, you know, one person, the founder or the CEO, or is that something that kind of the community brings together? Oh man, that's uh, I, I, in a way it's both there too. Um, but I'd say I'll, I'll start with some uh, more more general pieces on um, find that why, and then mm. talk about some things that can really help with it. But uh, I think in a way, um, part of it there is always that founder mentality, right? Um, the the person that was there from the beginning, or the people that were there from the beginning. Why did they set out? Um, what was the passion behind it? So sometimes it can come from that, from that, but it's it's also oftentimes difficult for that individual person to distill that and make sure that everybody else feels that is and is on that that um, same mission. So I think if you're a wayward brand, um, it could be that you do have a purpose and a why and just lost sight of it and right. stopped, you know keeping that as the North Star, or you never took the time to really understand it from the beginning. Um, so I do think you have to go back and put yourself, uh, it's almost like deep introspection. You know, uh, what what was the reason that we did this? What was the, what was the reason that we, where was the need that we saw, that we saw, we decided to step in and why did that excite us so much? But I think a lot of times it can help to bring um, someone in from the outside. To help with this, this is a, it, it is um, like like you said, uh, almost abstract and very difficult. And so, bringing someone in to to help, you know, whether that's through market research, really getting an understanding of how people perceive your brand, um, what they feel about it, how it helps them, a lot of times that will remind you of the impact that you're making. Um, and it, and it could even open your eyes to things that you didn't even realize you were you were doing that are that are really impactful now the flip side of that is it it could show you a lot of the bad too maybe some of the the ugly and that's hard to hear for a lot of brands um and so i think what's it's easy to bring somebody in to um, help guide you through it it's more difficult to make the change necessary 
um, at it. So you can go through this market research and have people um, tell you things about your brand. Um, but it's it's difficult to act on because sometimes you may have to make a, a full 180. Yeah. Um, and, and where things are going and that that requires time and building trust. Um but it is it is something that's that's really necessary, especially like you said, if you're if you're you know wayward and not going the direction that that you feel like you should be. And so I'd say market research can be extremely helpful with that. And you know whether you're talking to um, current customers or people that have considered you in the past and really getting deep with those, or looking at a larger audience and really trying to understand do these do, do people in general know who we are and what we do um, and and what do they think about it yeah and I, I guess you know the thing for brands to remember is as much as you said there that it can show some of the more negative sides of a brand that market research you know those kind of things can be equally if not more useful than just telling you what you're good at because then it's things that you can actively work towards improving yeah, that's a great, uh, a great point, right? I mean, those are the things that, you know, if, if you're running a brand, you really want to know. It's like we said, you may not want to hear all of them, yeah. but that's how you take it uh, to the next step. Because a lot of times nobody nobody's on a path and, and you know, hoping to become off, you know, off their path or wayward. And so um, I think a healthy brand will take those things that, that aren't going well and, and want to make those shifts. And hopefully they're more, you know, 20 degree shifts or 10 degree shifts, slight turns um, that, yeah. that, you know, help you get on path. Um, but you have to be prepared if you need to make a, a really dramatic shift. More slight sort of directional changes, as you say, than a complete um, different direction going forward. But I suppose, you know, that's also a really crucial point to for brands to remember is that it's not just identifying those things, but it's actually acting on them because, you know, it's one thing to sort of see what's going wrong. But if you just continue down that road, then it's not where brands I imagine would want to go. And um, and on that note, Patrick, uh, where once a brand has identified its why, um, what would you say are some of the main channels or ways in which it can really illustrate that, it can really take that as a valuable tool um, for franchise development moving forward? Yeah, that's uh, so this is where it gets really exciting um, to me because it is an abstract uh, concept, uh, you know, getting a, a why. But you know, really, what the what the why should do is um, really shine through all of your channels, all of your messaging, and that doesn't mean that you have to create a campaign around, hey, this is our why and this is our, mm. our purpose. But that that why should guide your mission. You know, what are you trying to accomplish every day? It should guide your positioning. How are we different um, in the marketplace? Um, how are we talking that's different? How are we thinking about things that are that are different? Um, how, what, what's that unique position that you've carved out for yourself in the in the space? Um, and so that should shine through the the content of your your site, um, both both the you know consumer point of view and the franchise development point of view. It should shine through any videos you're creating, any um, social media presence, any traditional media that that you're doing. Because I think that why is really going to be that core. I've said it once on this already, but that brand consistency that you that you feel, which is so important, um, you know, to prospects really. They they may not even know it coming into the the journey that that's going to be extremely important to them. But I think if they're if they're looking at similar concepts or wanting to get into the franchise space, a brand that has this figured out is going to become immediately more attractive. Um, and when they 
when they're doing their research and seeing it in all of the different spaces and then start to enter into, you know, an actual conversation with you and um, you're able to speak from that same place about what excites you as a brand and what that what that mission and purpose is, um, it makes the whole process uh, uh, so much easier. Yeah, for sure. And um, the last question I've got for you, Patrick, is specifically about Scorpion um, and the kind of work that you do in identifying a brand's why. And I was curious as to, um, you know, some of the specific services that you may provide that assist clients in not only identifying that why, but also, as you just mentioned there, projecting it outwards to both consumers, but also franchise prospects to develop the brand further. Yeah, um, we have a lot of brands that come to us. It, it you, I think um, in the franchise space, there's so many brands with a really strong sense of who they are and what they're about, um, and that's really great. Uh, there's also a, a, a number of brands out there that uh, really struggle with it, right? And so when a brand comes to us and they have this this figured out, um, it's really on Scorpion to just make sure that we're also using that as as our north star and and making sure that we're in lockstep on everything that we're creating for them, whether it's the the site that we're building or, um, you know, creative assets for paid media and advertising and marketing or, or really working on their social media presence. Um, we want to make sure that, hey, this, what we're creating here is, is this identify with what you're trying to do with what you're trying to be. Um, and a lot of times that, you know, our brands are really great at being like, no, that's a little off course. Let's, let's work on this to, together. Um, then we absolutely have brands that come to us that that have never really done the hard work needed to uh, to understand that why, um, and so we're really uh, happy to start to walk through defining that brand together. Um, and look, we love to we love to say that market research is at the core of it. Um, you know, we we fully believe in. Um, you know, gaining an understanding of the the user, whether it's from the franchise development side or that consumer side, uh, interviewing them, um, like I said earlier, both qualitatively and quantitatively, gathering that data and information, but then also getting deep with the the brand. You know, I mean, stakeholder interviews are such a uh, an art form of you know diving in, having deep conversations uh, to to figure out because a lot of times. Uh, the why is right there under the surface mm. and they just need somebody to, to come in and it's almost, um, you know, we can write something out that's really great or uh, wonderful, but it's normally their words. They said it, they had it right there. Sure. Just nobody formalized it to where it's easy for the whole network to get on board with and, and have it. So um, we, we love that the most, being able to, to get into the foundation figure out that that why like i said you know we love to start th with market research but you know a lot of times it's that it's it's talking to the the leadership at the brand and they have it right there and then the market research oftentimes really backs up what they're what they're saying right it sounds a lot like then that sometimes even the most established brands you know can almost end up with blinders on to where they need someone like scorpion to come in and help them find that why um, and then move forward with that. Yeah, I think it's really easy in almost all things. Um, uh, you know, when you're talking about brands, um, to you said it perfectly to have those blinders on. You don't know your your weaknesses. Sometimes you have to have somebody come in and point those things out. Um, you know, we we have it all the time where 
we've looked at something for so long or, you know, turned the, the different, the Rubik's cube and turned it in so many different ways. And then somebody comes in with fresh eyes and is like, Oh, Hey, you just need to do this. And everything locks into, into place. And, um, it's no different here. Having somebody come in with that fresh, those fresh eyes, that, that fresh perspective, you know, it can bring a renewed sense of energy as well. I mean, the whole, the whole goal of it is that, you know, that, that why should really get you fired up. And so that's, that's, you know, if we've, if we've done a good job, we're in that place and then the rest just comes so easily, um, you know, from the, from the messaging, the way that we're going to go to market, the way that we're going to attract, you know, potential franchisees into the space, it, it, it becomes so much easier. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think uh, hopefully this episode will, will motivate some brands to take that step Me too. Um, towards identifying their why and uh, and really, you know, developing as the years go forward. Well, thank you very much for, for joining us today, Patrick. It's been really interesting speaking with you about this really essential uh, franchise development topic. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me, and um, I really appreciate you just making a real comfortable, warm environment for this to come into. You're a wonderful person to talk to. <laughs> That's great to hear. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Patrick's analogy near the end there was a perfect summary of why you sometimes need to bring in an external organization like Scorpion when trying to identify your brand's why. We can all sit with a Rubik's Cube and endlessly pour over it like we would a business plan, but sometimes getting a fresh pair of eyes on something is the perfect way to reinvigorate your strategy. This doesn't discount the importance of those within a franchise brand, of course. Founders and executive leaders understand their business better than anyone else, and finding and utilizing your why is often a collaborative process that involves fresh faces and established team members alike. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Have you managed to identify your franchise's why? And how has it been useful in developing the brand? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.